0: You are listening to Matter of Theology, a podcast production that deals with church and cultural issues from a biblical standpoint. We stand firm on the sufficiency of scripture, hitting every topic with an open Bible and the boldness to say things that others are afraid to. And now, here's the host of Matter of Theology, Chris Huff. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome to another edition of Matter of Theology. My name is Chris. I am one of your hosts. Matter of Theology uh, is a podcast production that seeks to uh, address all of life uh, according to the Word of God. Everything is a matter of theology; therefore, theology matters. So uh, that is who we are. That is what we focus on. It has been a minute since we have had an episode, um, and. L- Honestly, life happens. Life has been happening. Um, so, uh, but we are we are glad to be back, happy to be back, and uh, welcome to a new year. Uh, this episode of Matter of Theology is being recorded on January first, two thousand twenty-three. That's crazy to say, January first, two thousand twenty-three. Um, it is wow. It's amazing how fast time flies. We are coming up on um, my goodness, uh, four years, um, four years of doing this podcast. Um, this podcast started in, in 2019. Um, so it's been, it's been an incredible journey and we could not, um, we could not have done it without you guys, uh, without everybody that, that takes the time to listen. So, uh, on behalf of Drew, on behalf of myself, uh, the Christian podcast community, the bar network, thank you uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, I, I guess you could say welcome to season four. <laughs> we kind of love season three. Um, kind of up in the air, we still have some things that we we do want to, some topics that we do want to talk about, The uh, the doctrine of the Ascension being one of them um and we do have uh some more episodes of the dead guy readers dead guys or dead guy uh we haven't really landed on an exact name yet um uh the dead guy readers dead guys reader society coming up soon um and uh so i just wanted to take a few minutes and say happy new year and i pray i sincerely pray um that you your family your friends your church um uh, are uh man just just reflective and thankful for the providence and the sovereignty of God and um, have sought to, um, to, to set aside 2023 as a year um, where you live for the glory of God, that you live um, in a way uh, that everything you think, say, and do uh, will be shaped um, by what the scriptures teach and your commitment to uh, the Lord and his word. So, uh, so yeah, so I what I wanted to do in this episode is just kind of freestyle. I I literally um, I don't have any notes in front of me on a computer screen or in a notebook. Um, I've got my copy of God's Word open, and I do have one book here with me um, that I want to talk about and um, and w- want to talk about this topic. I'm, I'm currently reading this book. Uh, the book is is entitled Meditation: A Christian on the Mount by Thomas Watson, Meditation, A Christian on the Mount by Thomas Watson. It is edited uh, and put together by my good friend, um, uh, Mr. Dustin Binge. Uh, If you don't know Dustin Binge, you get to know Dustin Binge. Follow Dustin Binge on socials uh, as uh, he will um, post things that glorify the Lord and encourage and or admonish your heart um, daily. Daily, so uh, so check out Dustin, but um, but this book was uh, was gifted to me by a good friend of mine, Mr. Chris Honholz and his wonderful family. Uh, Chris Honholz, of course, is uh, one half of Voice of Reason Radio uh, with Mr. Richard Story, and they are also on the Christian podcast community. But um, uh, but recently, just um, uh, did, there's some stuff happened in in, in my life, in my family's life uh, from a, from a job standpoint. Um, and, um, and, and, and lot la- gosh, the, from the middle of last year towards the end, there was just a, a again, in the sovereignty and the. Providence of God, a lot that went on, um, that uh, that pulled my time um, away from the podcast and and pulled my time um, uh, into into focusing on what matters. And, and what matters is um, family. What matters is stewarding um, uh, w- what the Lord has for you to steward. Um, and uh, sometimes things have to get put um, put to the side um, for a little bit. And so uh, so that's that's kind of. Um, what what's been going on with with uh w- with matter of theology with the podcast for, for both Drew and, and, and myself so um but we're looking forward to a great 2023 anyway um I'm rambling my apologies but uh, but Chris and his family Chris Honholz and his family sent me this uh this book um, and uh, as you guys know Thomas Watson is my favorite puritan um I uh, li- I do have another book on my desk right now that all- is always on my desk and that of course is a body of Divinity by Thomas Watson. Um and speaking of Dustin Binge uh, it's, it's, it's public now, so I can announce this, but, uh, he in partnership with Reformation Heritage Books is working on a complete set, the works of Thomas Watson. I cannot wait for that. So, uh, Dustin, if you ever listen to this brother, we are praying for you. And, um, if you're listening to this and that set is already out, go pick up a copy. <laughs> and, uh, as I'm sure it will be, um, a huge, uh, blessing and admonishment to your soul. But anyway, uh, I'm rambling again. Chris sent me this book and he said, here, brother, um, may this just be, be be something that encourages you um, in the season that you're walking through. And so, um, number one, uh, can I just say... Um, how much I love Chris. Chris and I usually talk, uh, uh, every day on an app called Marco Polo. You've heard Drew and I mention Marco Polo. Um, it's a fun app, check it out. Um, but, um, but we usually go back and forth on there, uh, daily and, uh, he's just a good brother. And, um, it's been, it's been such a wonderful thing just on a larger scale to see the body of Christ Uh, be the body of Christ. You know, in Acts chapter two, we, we read um, uh, there in the early church that there weren't any needs among the early churches as they were there for one another. And they, they supported one another, not just from a financial standpoint, but, um, but, but mentally, emotionally um, and, um, and, and spiritually most important. So, uh, so Chris sent me this book and um, and, and this is a topic that I was already um, really, really focusing on um, as 2022 came to an end. Um, I, I read a, a book, uh, which was phenomenal. And in fact, I've reached out to him and he's agreed to come on to the podcast, but uh, a book entitled "Redeeming Productivity," uh, written by Reagan Rose, and I will make sure to put um, uh, a link to where you could get a copy of that. Um, get it. I I, I read that uh, before 2022 ended, and um, it was just perfect timing. And as as planning for 2023, uh, writing out goals, writing out disciplines, and um, and and all that that entail disciplines and how you're going to meet those goals, and I really I really sat down, um, uh, really focused on that this th- for this year, and I sat down and and um, you know we all. We all want to, uh, when, when the new year starts, we all want to right, have the Bible reading plan in place. Says, we're going to read all the way through the Bible. And we're going to do, you know, here, here are nine plans to choose from. And I think Reagan, Reagan released that in a, in a blog and I think in a podcast as well. Um, and, uh, and so I, I really wanted to um, slow things down this year. Um, uh, for me personally, um, and instead of trying to read through all of Scripture, which is what I've done the last couple of years, um, I wanted to slow things down. I, I wanted to take my time um, and, uh, and 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 really just not not just go. Oh man, I've got to get through you know a, a chapter in the Old Testament, a chapter in the New Testament, um, two Psalms, uh, uh, you know, three verses in Proverbs, and 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 that's great to do. I'm not knocking that at all because that's what I've done. And it's been incredibly beneficial and fruitful but as i sat down as, as we sat down as a family um, to really think about what we wanted to do this year um there was there th- th- this this concept i started thinking about the concept of of quality versus quantity and again this is just for us i'm not knocking those who read through the bible three times in a year i'm not knocking that at all um but but for us where we are and maybe you find yourself there in the same place i wanted to slow things down and uh, and so I reached out to another uh, friend of mine, and and he uh, and you guys will be familiar with him as well, Dr. Anthony Wood. He is the pastor of Mission Bible Church um, in in Southern California, and um, he of course is the co-author of Defining Deception with our, our brother Costi Hen. Uh, we've mentioned that book a good bit as <laughs> so we have talked about Bethel and the New Apostolic Reformation. But I knew that his church um, they spent time every year. Uh, they spend time as a church reading through scripture. And so I, I shot him a text and I said, hey brother, I, I know this is kind of out of left field, but I was just curious what you guys were doing this year for your Bible reading plan. And he messaged me back. He said, absolutely, man, here's what we're going to do. Um, and he sent it to me and um, and I saw it and I'm like, that's awesome. I want to do that. Uh, I really like that idea. And so let me let me take that and, and put it in with my notes that I have because, um, there were a few, other, I was looking at the, the Robert Murray McShane plan. Again, uh, I was looking at some of the things that G3, uh, was putting out uh, my good brother, my good friend, uh, Alex Rodriguez. Um, he's the pastor of Outpost Bible Church in McHenry, Illinois. Um, they always do a Bible reading plan together. Well, I said always, but they just officially launched, uh, l- um, late 2022. So, but, We've done stuff together, I guess is what I should say. Um, but in looking through um, what what Anthony Wood and Mission Bible Church was doing, they're reading through the Psalms, Proverbs, and the New Testament. And, um, and, and when you look at how it's split up, it, it is split up and done in a way where you can slow down and really focus on what you're reading and really meditate on, really meditate on um, the Word of God. And really, uh, to stop and focus, and um, and 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 my temptation sometimes, um, and I know I'm not alone out there, but my temptation sometimes was to was to okay, I've got to I've got to get through this. I got to check it off the list. There were days where I wrestled with that and I'd have to slow down. Um, and so this year, I didn't I didn't want that to be the case. I wanted to have a Bible reading plan, uh, something I could I could read first thing in the morning, and something that i would read right before i go to bed i mean right before i go to bed and so and something i would i would chew on all day that i would that i would i would stop i want i want to think about and process and pray through what i read in scripture um asking begging the holy spirit to um to continue to to illuminate and apply the truths found in the scriptures to my life to conform me more and more into the image of christ regardless of the circumstance so, um, so that was, you know, I, I, I got a couple of other plans, like I said, and I was looking through these plans and I'm like, okay, all right. Um, I like this one. I like this one, but, and, and I'm, I'm praying through these and I'm talking to, uh, to Alex and, and, uh, he's, 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 just, he and I are very, very close. Um, and, uh, and I'm talking to him. I'm like, brother, what do you, you know, what do you, what are you going to do? And what are you guys going to do? And. And just kind of, again, just talking through um, where the Lord has me and the things that I'm thinking about. And so I landed on Dr. Wood and Mission Bible Church, uh, their plan. And so um, so that's that's what I'm going to do. Um, that, that's what I've done. It's uh, I'm recording this later in the day. Um, so this morning, the first thing I did was read Psalm 1 and 2. Um, and I read it a couple of times, um, and I've been meditating on it and chewing on that throughout the day, which we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, and uh, and so that that's that that's that's my focus this year is slowing down, um, and um, for me personally, slowing down taking in the, 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 vapor of time that we have and to meditate on God's word, to meditate on, um, uh, what the scriptures teach to really, really have focused and productive times. And one of the things that Reagan says in his book, redeeming productivity is, is productivity isn't how many things you start, but true productivity that glorifies God, um, is, is, is how many things you complete and, um, and so I, I really wanted to do that. And something else personally that I was really focused on this year is, and I was talking to my um, my wife about this is, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but uh, there's either fireworks or gunshots going on outside. I don't know if it's going to come through on the mic or not. So if you heard me pause for a second, that's why. Um, but something I, I, mean, I was talking to my, my wife about was um, I, you know the it, it's so tempting, and I'm going to get into this a little bit more um, here in just a second with Thomas Watson, some of the things that he said, and Dustin Binge has said in the book Meditation: A Christian on the Mount. And I know I'm talking fast, and I'm just kind of rambling right now, but um, but but hopefully this is all making sense, um, Lord willing. And uh, so one of the things I was talking to her about was um, this year I I, I do I, I want to be more present. Um, I want to be more productive. Um, and, you know, wh- one, of the, one of the things that I started thinking through and noticing um, was just how connected um, I was all the time. And um, and what I mean by that is, and if you guys know me personally at all, you know that I'm a huge fan of Apple products. I'm recording this right now on a MacBook Pro. I have an iPhone, I've got an iPad Pro, I've got an Apple Watch. So it was just, and with the Apple Watch, those of you who also wear Apple Watches, you know that unless Do Not Disturb is turned on, even in silent mode, if you get a notification, I know you can turn those notifications off, Somebody sends you an email, somebody uh, likes or or comments on something on social media or weather alerts or you know, text messages or fill in the blank, right? Um, you're always getting notifications. And so one of the things that I was thinking about and thinking through and praying through is not wearing my Apple Watch anymore. And, uh, and some may say, well, wait, wait, wait. It, you know, that, that's a great tool for productivity. And, and what do you mean you don't want to wear your Apple Watch anymore? Because, if, you know, it's, it's, it's a great way for you to be productive and to be responsive and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But it's also a couple of things. You're always connected. You're always connected. There would be times that my wife and I are having a conversation or I'm, I'm hanging out with my son and my watch taps my wrist. And I would look down just muscle memory at at I would glance down even if I didn't read the notification just swipe up and read it later right it's still a distraction and so for me personally just just me personally Um, I'm just like, you know, I just, I want to get away. I I want to stop wearing my Apple watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can check my heart rate. Yeah. Okay. I can check the blood you know, blood oxygen levels. And that is fantastic stuff. Again, if you know me personally, well, I'm very, very active uh, physically, you know, being able to keep track of that and closing those activity rings can become addictive. Um, But I don't need those activity rings to know that I've been active. I don't need those um and so i was like okay well i i want to stop wearing that now i also like watches i like i like being able just to glance down and see what time it is and so i was actually talking to somebody very close to me close to me and and uh he uh, uh family member and 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 about this uh, months ago uh because i started thinking about it and uh lo and behold he he actually got me a very very nice watch for christmas so there we go. Apple watch is no longer being worn. I can see it from where I'm sitting right now and it hasn't been charged and probably uh, I mean, it hasn't been charged uh, since I got the gift of of the new watch, which is just a regular analog watch, no date window just tells the time, <laughs> which I love. So for me, 2023, I want it to be a year uh, full of prayer, uh, productivity, and presence. Um, I know those are all uh, alliterated, but that, that's the preacher in me. Uh, and I just came up with that on the spot, uh, <laughs> prayer, productivity, and presence. And, uh, to be, to be a man of prayer, uh, to be productive in, in what the Lord has for me to do, um, and to be present with, with my family, to be present with my friends, to be present, um, again, where, where the Lord has me. And so, so I'd already resolved to do that. And then I get this incredible book as a gift and, um, and let me just share a couple of the, a couple of the quotes with you, um, and then I'm going to read just, uh, just something I noticed out of Psalm 1 and Psalm 2 today, and then we'll wrap up, uh, as I know you've been listening to me ramble uh, for 20 minutes already. so. <laughs> but uh, I, this is a small little book, um, small little book. It is uh, 116 pages. And, um, but if you have ever read Thomas Watson, you understand those are a jam. I mean, those 116 pages are jam packed. There is not a wasted word with Thomas Watson. But, um, but, but Dustin Binge opens and he, and he, and he says this um, on the first page, he says, quote, meditation is one of the lost spiritual disciplines of the Christian life, period, close quote. And I highlighted that, and I under underlined it, and because that's 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 very very true. It's true for me. It's true for you. Um, and um, we we as professing believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we do not meditate. We do not chew on. Uh, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself um, uh, because of what I read in Psalm, in, in, in Psalm one and two today. But we don't. We don't chew on God's word. We don't. We don't meditate. Um, And I'm going to get into, I'm going to get into the specific, a little bit of the specifics of meditation here um, in just a minute, but, but we don't, and we live in a world full of distractions. So again, for me, when it came to what, uh, what I wanted to do, um, and through prayer, um, through seeking the Lord, through his word, through talking to my family, talking to the people closest to me, um, this year was a year to slow down and to meditate and to chew on and to and and to to unconnect from so much of the of 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 the world and i don't mean that in a way well how can you you know people are out there listening well how can you reach the world if you if you if you disconnect from the world that's not what i'm saying that's not what i'm saying at all but what i'm saying is to to disconnect from the distractions and to truly stop and 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 focus on that spiritual discipline of meditating on christ's word of of meditating on the attributes of god again i'm getting ahead of myself watson talks about that in the book but meditating on who god is what he's done what he is doing in our lives right now and so uh dr bench goes on to, to um you know, to, to quote uh, from, from the book of Colossians, set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. And he says this, and listen to this, quote, one hindrance to Christian sanctification today is our inability to seek and set our mind minds on the things that are above. Our fast-paced world hinders that faculty at every juncture of life. So, Brothers and sisters, you may be sitting there, and you, you know, you're like me. Sometimes you read, you read, you know, Watson and Owen, or, or you listen to your pastor preach a sermon, or you listen to, you know, Doctor MacArthur, Doctor Lawson, uh, um, uh, somebody like that. Sometimes I listen to Drew or Alex, and I'm like, man, like I love what you pulled from that passage of scripture. How come I didn't see that? And the reason, I, I wholeheartedly believe that one of the reasons that there is such a, to quote Dr. MacArthur, an abysmal lack of biblical discernment or discernment, as Dr. MacArthur says, I love that, um, is, is, is our inability to meditate on the scriptures. We don't seek and we don't set our minds on the things that are above and so again, I asked the question, how often have you been reading the Puritans and thought, man, how come they saw that and I, I didn't see that? How come Jonathan Edwards can pull a, 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 an obscure passage from the Old Testament and craft the, the sermon sinners in the hands of an angry God? I never would have gotten that from, uh, from that. I, I, during the Christmas season, I was listening to uh, grace to you radio, listening to Dr. MacArthur walk through the importance of the virgin birth. And there were things that Dr. MacArthur mentioned in there, um, that I'm like, I've, I've read through that genealogy in Matthew one. I, I don't know how many times, and I didn't see that. And, and what's one of the reasons why that's the case, our inability to slow down and meditate and uh, and and Dustin goes along to say uh, goes on to say that quote the Puritans recognized meditation as a doorway through which they could lift their thoughts above the temporal trappings of this world and ascend to the mountain of God as they contemplate the beauties of God the excellencies of Christ the glory of heaven the reality of sin and the need to self examine every nook and cranny of their lives and do we do that right period close quote sorry and we and we don't do that. We don't do that. So, uh, and he goes on to, to define the word meditate. It's it's to muse or to think upon or reflect. And and then he quotes Thomas Watson. He says Thomas Watson defined meditation as the soul's retiring of itself by that serious and solemn thinking upon God. The heart is raised up to heavenly affections. Hmm. Man, that's good. That's good. So, um. So this is this has just been a fantastic book thus far. I I, I haven't had it very long, two uh, three chapters in, and um, and and I just want to cover a couple of things just to give you a teaser, and then you need to go pick it up. Um, but Thomas Watson talks about the nature of meditation, and after he he talks about it being the soul's retiring uh, of itself, um, and uh, he says this quote: "A Christian when he goes to meditate must lock himself." from the world the world spoils meditation period close quote and that is so true that is so true watson goes on to say when a christian is covered with the slime of the earth he cannot fly to god upon this wing when and it continues when you are going up from the mount of meditation take heed that the world does not follow you and throw you down from the top of this pinnacle. This is the first thing, the soul's retiring of itself, lock and bolt the door against the world. Period. Close quote. Man, that is so good. And that's, for me personally, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to stop wearing my Apple watch, which by the way, one more thing about the the, the stupid Apple watch is <laughs> something else I've noticed. Uh, because, you know, look, it, brothers and sisters, uh, wearing a device on your body constantly that is connected to Bluetooth and Wi-Fi all the time is not good for your body it's not it's it's a it's 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 proven scientific fact that it's not and that was something else and uh, something else that I, I noticed and my wife noticed is is how honestly I I felt a little better physically Um and and uh was able to think a little quicker to be honest to be 100% with you and um and be able to focus a little bit more um and 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 it's been it's been that way I, I noticed a difference you may not again that may not be <laughs> the case for you but it was for me so yeah we um uh, th- this year that th- that's the focus is um meditation the focus is on um, the duty of medif- uh, of, of meditation and, um, and 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 what you know that, that is a duty. We've been called and commanded to do it. I, I think of uh, Joshua right um, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night and um, and then uh, a couple more things just real quick. Uh, Watson goes on to show how meditation differs from memory. And he says that, he says that um, meditation has more sweetness in it than bare remembrance. The memory is the chest or the cupboard to lock up a truth. Meditation is the palate to feed on it. And then he talks about how meditation is different, different than just studying. And he says that um, study is the work of the brain. Meditation of the heart. Study sets the mind on work. Meditation sets the heart on. On work. And the design of study is notion. The design of meditation is piety. The design of study is finding out of a truth. The finding out of a truth. The design of meditation is the spiritual improvement of a truth. The one searches for the vein of gold. The other digs out the gold. So, um, yeah, just... Man, it's just so good. Um, go pick it up. I'll put a, again. I'll put a link in the show notes and um, and then he starts the next chapter with "Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yahweh, my rock and my redeemer." So that's my focus this year: is the med- meditation on God's word. Um, I've built a morning routine around that meditation on God's word before anything else um, is, is that. Um, my Bible is open uh, before I go to sleep. When I come into my office, it is the first thing I see. I leave my phone. I leave my iPad. I leave my computer off of my desk on purpose and because I, I want that to be my focus, I know myself, I will get distracted. I used to try to read on my iPad all the time, but it's just too easy for me to be, get, get distracted. And to, and to allow the world, as Thomas Watson said, to, to follow me up the hill. And nope, for me personally, brothers and sisters, I've got to lock and bolt the door that keeps the world out, especially first thing in the morning. So today, reading Psalm uh, psalms one and two um and i'm not going to to read both of them you guys uh you know if you've listened to matter of theology at all you've heard us talk about and read these psalms before um but there's something that i noticed um you know and uh, verse two of psalm one uh, but his delight and that is the man uh, mentioned in verse one, his delight is in the law of Yahweh. And of course I'm reading from the perver- per- preferred translation of matter of theology, the legacy standard Bible, head on over to 316publishing.com, get your copy, or just head on over to, uh, read.lsbible.com, uh, .org, excuse me. Um, I, we always have a link to that in the show notes, so you can check that out. But, um, but Psalm one, two, but his delight is in the law of Yahweh and his law and, and in his law, he meditates day and night. So that's, I, I read this last week as I was writing through goals, as I was writing through uh, disciplines and things that, um, that for morning routine and evening routine and what that's going to look like for me and for us. And, and, um, and, and, and so I, I read this and and I also read Psalm two, but then, but then again, this morning I read it again and there's something, uh, that there, there's something that I noticed, um, in, in both of these, both of these, uh, these, these passages here. So in Psalm one, um, you know, we see, we see in verse two, but his delight, um, is in the law of Yahweh and in his law, he meditates day and night. But then in Psalm two, um, it starts out, why do the nations rage and the people meditate on a vain thing? Now, uh, here's something that's important. Meditate in the Hebrew, um, uh, meditate in the Hebrew means to, to groan, to utter, to speak, to muse, to think about, to imagine, to focus. And, And here we see that, um, the man is blessed. The man is blessed by, by meditating on the law of Yahweh, on the word of God day and night. And then, the, and then what, but what happens when you don't, what happens when your meditation is on a vain thing? Uh, well we see one of the results of that in, in Psalm two. So, um, just just a little nugget there just to think about so and the reason I wanted to share that as we wrap up um, this rambling freestyle episode of matter of theology is I wanted to ask you a question um, as as the year kicks off this will this will be posted um this will be posted tomorrow um, I'm recording this Sunday January 1st 2023 uh, this will go live Monday January 2nd 2023. So we're two days into the new year, but it doesn't, the day of the year, the day or the year doesn't matter. Here's the point. What are you meditating on? What are you groaning over? What are you musing on? What are you looking at? What are you seeking after? What are you setting your mind upon? What are you focused on in thought, word, and deed? And if it's anything other than the scriptures, first and foremost, we are missing the mark. It's a constant battle. It's a constant fight. We have a duty given to us by our King. He has given us a duty to, number one, first and foremost, to glorify Him, but then number two, to ensure to ensure that we are walking according to His ways, to ensure that we are prospering in all that we do. Now, I want to be careful with that word, prosper. <laughs> um, but, but to meditate on Scripture is to is to keep ourselves from stumbling. To meditate on scripture is a way that we can keep, I should, I should rephrase that, is a way that we can keep ourselves from stumbling. Desiring scripture, desiring the law of Yahweh, the precepts of Yahweh, the commandments of Yahweh, the fear of Yahweh, the judgments of Yahweh, meditating on those things, like that should be more desirable, Psalm 19 tells us, than gold, the finest gold sweeter than the sweetest honey dripping from the honeycomb is, is what Psalm 19 tells us. And that when we do that, when we muse over, groan over, meditate over focus on the scriptures, the Bible tells us that your slave is warned and in keeping them there is great reward. Again, this all goes back to Psalm 19. Who, what can equip uh, acquit us acquit me of hidden faults? By meditating on the word, being obedient to the word. What can can keep a slave of Yahweh from presumptuous sins and not letting them rule over us so that we could be blameless, right? Righteousness, holiness is, is, is what we have been saved unto. How do we do that? Well, Psalm 19, verse 14, and I read it earlier, but I'm gonna read it again and we'll wrap up with this. Let the words of my mouth... And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight oh yahweh my rock and my redeemer amen so wherever you are whenever you listen to this if it's 2000 if it's january 2nd 2023 if it's december 31st 2023 regardless of where you are regardless of what you're doing right now ask yourself honestly this question, what am I meditating on and what do I need to die to myself to so that I can meditate more and more on God's holy, inerrant, infallible, and sufficient word. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Matter of Theology. We love you. We'll see you on the next one.